A few weeks ago, when, when Matthew Perry from, from Friends, when he passed away, one of the news commentators was saying how Friends was one of like the last shows on network television that kind of really like unified the, the nation. When you think about Friends, right, thir 20, 30 million people tuned in each week to watch that. And it was just sort of part of the culture. Everyone, even if you didn't watch the show religiously, everyone kind of knew who the characters were. They knew the general concept of it. And in our history, really in the 20th century, we all kind of had those shows as a country that, that unified us. Let's think back right to the 50s was like, I Love Lucy, right? Then we had like MASH and All in the Family and then like Dallas, right? Seinfeld. And then probably the last one was maybe American Idol in the early 2000s. But now there's so many different streaming services. There's Netflix, Hulu, Hulu Disney Plus, that the country is a little bit fragmented that only maybe five million people are tuning in to watch something. That it's not common culture anymore, what we had for, with television. With movies and books, still, still somewhat, but television was so great for our country because people could afford it. It was right in our homes and we were able to watch something on Tuesday night and then go into our offices on Wednesday morning and talk about what we just saw. It was a great unifying force and how like Friends was one of this, the last shows to be like that, because we don't really have that anymore. And it seems maybe our country is losing a little bit of our common culture, we might say, of what unites us as a country. And while those shows like, like Dallas and Seinfeld may seem, seem silly <laughs> to some extent, it did sort of keep the country as, as one, in a sense, that these shows brought people from all different walks of life together and they, they shared an interest in, in that show. And we see right now our country is maybe a little bit divided, politically, now socially, even now in the entertainment field, I guess you could say. But this holiday, what we celebrate today, is meant to unify our country. It's one of the few federal holidays we have that's for all Americans. Christmas, federal holiday, but really reserved for the Christians, right? Other holidays, Veterans Day, of course we honor our veterans, but if those who served really reap the, the benefits of that holiday. But Thanksgiving, all people, all Americans could, could humble themselves today and give thanks to God for the blessings we have. Christian, Jewish, Muslim, the great thing about this holiday is that we all come together as a people of country, a people of faith, believing in God, something higher than, our, than ourselves, and giving him thanks for whatever it is that we have. Let's think back to when those pilgrims came here 400 years ago. While, when we look at the story of those pilgrims, how they survived, and with the help of the Native Americans, lived. And the beauty of that first Thanksgiving was that two types of people, they didn't speak, they didn't look alike, they didn't sound alike, and yet they were able to come together as a community and give thanks for each other and to God for what they had. And how that lasted close to 40 years, the pact between the Native Americans and the pilgrims to, to come together. Because when the pilgrims came to this country, they came here for one reason, and one reason only, the freedom of religion. 
the freedom to worship how they saw fit for themselves. And our country, the Constitution, the First Amendment, the first thing listed in the First Amendment is the freedom of religion. Above speech, above assembly, it's the freedom of religion. And how our country has prized itself on that for hundreds and hundreds of years. Many of our ancestors, our Italian ancestors, our Irish ancestors, came here for religious freedom. And while maybe our ancestors may have been persecuted a little bit for, their, for our Catholic faith, we still had a common theme that we could practice our faith how we saw fit. That's the beauty of this holiday, to give thanks to God for the freedoms that we have, for the country that we have, and to find common ground. This is a holiday that's become, I guess, maybe controversial in the past couple years, but it's not supposed to be controversial. It's supposed to be a unifying force in our country. One day a year, when the stores are closed, when the schools are off, the kids are home from college, we come together as a nation and give thanks to God for what we have. And our nation's not perfect, it never was perfect, and it's never going to be perfect. But we recognize that and we humble ourselves, that humility, the fact that we did not get here on our own, that God has guided our ancestors to come to this land and to build it up as a refuge for people seeking freedom and opportunity. And today God is still guiding our land to be the beacon of hope for people across the world to come here and to live and worship in freedom. And as Catholics, this is probably even more of a special day for us. This church is, is packed today. It's a great, a great thing to see for, for Mass. And when we think about Mass, the Eucharist, what does that mean? It means Thanksgiving. Every time we come to church, to Sunday Mass, to weekday Mass, we're giving thanks to God for what he's given us. And in a few moments on, on that altar, we're going to receive the body and blood of Christ. And for us, maybe at times we think our church may be divided or fractioned or segmented. But the Mass, communion, is exactly how it sounds. Communion, community, bringing us together that our religion across the globe has different races and different nations, different economic classes, different social statuses, and yet we all come together as one to receive the body and blood of Christ. It's a unifying force for us as Catholics. So that in a few moments, when we come to receive Holy Communion, the priest, the Eucharistic minister, is going to say, the body of Christ. And our response is, amen. nice job. Yes. <laughs> our response is amen. But what are, we saying a, what are we saying amen to? What is it? It's really three things that unifies us as Catholics. The first, that the bread and wine brought up truly becomes the body and blood of Christ. The body of Christ. Amen. Number one. Number two, it's that the people around us and the people of our Catholic faith are also members of the body in Christ, that together we are the body of Christ. Number two, again, to unify us. And the third one, when we say the body of Christ, we mean, and when we say amen, we're saying, yes, I believe to everything that the church teaches, 
that creed that we recite on Sundays, I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, and essentially we're saying yes to everything that the, that the church teaches about the faith, about our, our moral life, everything that the church says, we're saying yes to. And it unifies us as a church. It unifies us as a people of faith. So this Thanksgiving, we know there's a lot of division right now in our country, maybe even divisions in our own homes. Maybe when we go to our Thanksgiving dinner in a couple of hours, maybe a little tense between the in-laws or the kids or whatever. But look where we are now. We're different people gather around a table about to share a common meal. In a few hours, we're all going to be around a table with different people who we may not agree with, may see things differently. But today's a great day to recognize that while we're always going to have differences and differences of opinion, it's a good reminder to remember what keeps us in common, what keeps us unified, what keeps us together. For us as Catholics, it's Holy Communion. For us as Americans, it's probably this holiday. It's this holiday to give thanks to God for all the blessings that over the past 300 years of our country, more or less, he's blessed us with, what he continues to bless us now with, and to give thanks for the future of our country, that this country will continue to be a land of freedom, a land where people are brought together, where people can come and seek refuge and find peace, and ultimately humble ourselves and give thanks to God for the gift that he has given us, the gift of life and of love and of peace. So let us pray today for our country. Let us pray for each other, that where there are those divisions, the God who brings us together at this altar will continue to heal and restore our country.